Hello, everyone. Welcome to Disney WTF presented by The Walt Daily. This is episode 44. And for those that don't know us by now, we are a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is not. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes. All right. I'm super excited today. I'm. It sounds like you are. I'm always really excited, but I think today is going to be a great episode for you. Yes. In a lot of ways. Because you think it's going to relate. I think it's really going to have a lot of connections to you as a person. Okay. <laughs> I doubt it, but we'll, wow. <laughs> we'll go. Way to set everything up for failure. <laughs> well, yeah. How's it going? I'm doing okay, hanging out. Yeah? Yeah, working on stuff. <laughs> Disney stuff? <laughs> no, definitely not. Not Disney stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay. I, I, I was thinking about like announcing again that the Walt Daily Flash Briefings are available on iTunes. Yes, they are. And Separate. I keep thinking about that and how everybody, I really think, would enjoy them and go out and listen to them. They're updated daily. That's because you're working really hard on it. Because I'm really excited about yeah, them. Yeah, they're really good, though. I'm excited. But Thanks. you know what I'm really excited about, though, honestly? Headlines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first headline. I don't know if you know this, but there was actually going to be a live version of Mulan, like Mulan the movie. Mm -hmm. So a live action version of it. And okay. <laughs> sounds interesting. Well, it, it's gonna be it was gonna be epic. And it was gonna be released actually this year before Thanksgiving time, but it's been announced that it's not going to be released now until March of 2020. Wow. So it's a big delay. Like time out, yeah. I know, and I don't know enough about the movie industry to I bet you it's because they, it. I think they decided to do something else. Like That's the so timing didn't away. work out. Well, I think they, yeah, I think they, they someone's like, no, we're gonna do, we're gonna do Coco instead. Like oh. Borderline. I don't know. That's like, <laughs> like just something. That's a false statement, but yeah. Just I think they might have decided because this is so far away, you know. Usually it'd be like maybe a couple months or something. Yeah, so maybe there's like another movie they have in the pipeline that they're thinking is going to be stronger for that time. Yeah. Or maybe Mulan is so strong that they're going to anchor 2020 with that film. Maybe. Which would be awesome. Yeah. So well, we'll see what happens. I mean, okay. we have a couple. We literally have a couple years yeah, until we figure all this out. Yeah. So we'll find out well, over time. Over time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next headline. The Odyssey, which is a building in Epcot that used to be a restaurant. And I'm going to try to paint the picture for you. So do you know where, um, how do I do this? I wasn't expecting to paint the picture, but I need, I know, I knew I needed to. So if you're walking into World Showcase to the Mexico Pavilion on your we'll, right hand side, we'll say you see like a building that says the Odyssey and a lot of times it looks pretty empty, but during festival time, sometimes there's things in there. Okay. Well, it was a restaurant way back in the day when Epcot first opened, but now they're going to be converting it into the festival center. Ooh. Yes. So before they were planning on doing this, they had the festival center at the Wonders of Life, which was close to the Universe of Energy, Mission Space, but they recently shut that down and they're renovating that whole area into who knows what. Yeah. Something exciting for Epcot. So now what they're doing is going to convert the Odyssey into the festival center. And at festivals, they generally do have a a booth of some kind uh, that, that guests can actually go in or during Festival of the Arts they had um, artist demonstrations in that building and so now since it's Flower and Garden Festival I read that it's going dark 
and that they're just going to be renovating a light renovation of the inside. Cool. And you know what happened? On the article that I read this in, the person who announced it is considered the general manager of Festivals of Epcot. Okay. Doesn't that sound like the coolest job? Yeah, it sounds hard, though. Yeah. It could be hard. Well, so? Yeah. And it, something, if it's not challenging, then it might not be worth it. I guess. I thought you'd be more excited about this position. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I would assume they would have one for everything. A general like a manager, general manager for, for like all stuff. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's an Epcot general manager. Well, of course. Exactly. There should be. So. Or maybe they're called the president of Epcot. If you want to email us, Mr. President of Epcot, <laughs> let us know what the position's called. That'd be great. And if there are any openings. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got a candidate. <laughs> I'd be great at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last headline, and I've saved the biggest one for last, is... The Citrus Swirl at Sunshine Tree Terrace in Magic Kingdom, famed by the one and only Orange Bird, is now called the Orange Swirl. So it's not the Citrus Swirl anymore. It's called the Orange Swirl. But it's the same swirl. But it's not. And I've already read reviews saying that the flavor is different. So they actually changed the swirl. Yes. Oh, okay. Because you're saying it's now called, but is I wonder if more like they stopped one and started making another one. Yes. So it does seem... Okay, so that's maybe a more accurate way to say okay. it. Maybe I wasn't clear. <laughs> but so yeah, they changed the formulation and everything. So I read on the Disney food blog that now instead of being like more frozen orange juice, mm-hmm. it's actually turned into like a frozen orange soft serve. So it's just like a sweet bomb, like ready to go instead of having like that kind of tart like difference. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, people are fairly... I don't want to say up in arms, but they are shocked that this happened. I don't think very many people saw this coming. Yeah. And I just did a flash briefing about the orange bird. It's like, I put it into the air. It's funny. It's like you ruined it. I know. <laughs> it's like you changed it. I know. Oh, now they changed it. We had to, we had to change it. She made a, a briefing. I, I know. <laughs> you can't use that one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I jinxed everything. It's okay. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to try the, the, the new orange swirl next time we're at Magic Kingdom and see if, you know, see what the flavor is. I'm sure it's delicious, yeah. nonetheless. You know, it's, it's still food at Disney. Sure, it's going to be delicious. You guys will be fine. You guys will be fine. <laughs> I like how you set yourself apart. Yeah. You, guys you guys will be, be fine. fine. <laughs> Anywho, so today's episode, it's, it's not, it's, it's a Disney episode, of course, but I'm trying to appeal to someone like Richie, who's not the prototypical Disney fanatic say that you and I are, the listener. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about thrill rides at Disney. And there's actually quite a few thrill rides that Disney has in the parks. And it's interesting to see kind of like what Disney classifies as thrill rides just on their like web pages of, for, for the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're not all roller coasters. There's a ton of different types of thrill rides. And and Richie's looking at me funny. He's like, what do you mean they're not all roller coasters? How can they be thrill rides if they're not roller coasters? Which actually brings me to my first question. What would you classify as a thrill ride? Something that gets your adrenaline going and scares you a little bit. Okay. Like scares you (laughs) like, like, ah, the exorcist or scares you with a drop or. Um, Well, I mean, I guess me personally, it would be like, it had to be like a physical fear of speed. Whereas like <laughs> some people would probably consider a thrill ride as like, you know, th- like a haunted mansion where they kind of like get like jumped out at kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so I think that 
you'll see a lot. I, I, I'm prefacing Haunted Mansion is not on this list. I was going to say, it's definitely not. <laughs> throw a ride. Yeah, but I mean, it, so that just shows you that everybody's version of a thrill ride is definitely going to be different and you're you're well aware of that like there was a forum that i was looking into when i was kind of researching for this episode and it was a woman and she said well nowadays the teacups are pretty thrilling for me so (laughs) that's funny (laughs) which i mean you can definitely see how the teacups are kind of that thrilling attraction because you spin around and around and around super fast yeah that's true plus i'm sure like a seven-year-old's thrill is going to be different to mine yeah well I certainly hope so. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of brave seven-year-olds, though. Yeah. But anyways, let's get to it. So, Disney rides in general, you don't just wait in line and go on a roller coaster, let's say. And... I'm trying to, like, I'm thinking of something like Universal, where, you know, like, if you're driving down I-4, you can see, like, the their roller coasters kind of launched into the air. Like, you just see them. They're just there. Yeah, out in the open. Yeah, exactly. The tracks are open. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Well, but Disney's a little bit different, because it's not even, even if it's not, like, an indoor coaster where the track's not just, you know, um, open, let's say, the theming is something that brings the whole ride together. So it's not just like waiting in a line of switchbacks, like just going back and forth, waiting an hour and then getting on a ride with no actual story behind it. Mm-hmm. So every thrill ride even is is going to have some kind of a, a backstory to, to kind of anchor it and immerse you into it, which is always pretty cool. There are so many ways actually to classify Disney thrill rides. And so that's how I'm kind of gonna present them to you today because you know I just didn't wanna throw them all at you. And I felt like if I was doing it by park, I, d- I feel like it didn't sound as organized. So we're gonna do it by the type of attraction it is. And so I have roller coasters, simulators, and other. Okay, cool. <laughs> so things that could not be, that did not quite fit into yeah. those, uh, into the, the other, either a roller coaster or a simulator. So, and of course, technically no Disney roller coasters or thrill rides may not be on any tallest or fastest in the world because we've, we've seen some, what the, that's kind of like and how different they in fact are. Mm-hmm. At least in, uh, we went to a theme park in Japan called uh, Mount Fuji Q. And talk about the scariest roller coasters on the face of the earth. Yeah, those are wild. Yeah. No theming, though. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, were they no theming? I don't think so. Because yeah. it was like, it was like yeah, that bare yeah, bones. Right, right. like, There's just wall. And then like. You see the Mount Fuji in the background. They have like their certifications of like degree of like craziness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, this is the wildest. This is the all. wildest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You're right. No theming. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with roller coasters because, I mean, it's kind of the most obvious place to start, right? Mm -hmm. So the first roller coaster I want to start with is Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom. And this is starting off with a bang because obviously like Expedition Everest is probably for a lot of people, their favorite thrill ride in the parks. But it's one of those things where you're so immersed in the story and you believe that you're in the Himalayas in Asia that it it's like the, the buildup to the ride, it makes it even more intense. So even though it's not the fastest ride, in, and that might be surprising to people, it's not the fastest ride in Disney. It's like the whole storyline puts you into it. It's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. What are your feelings on 
Everest. Well, it's, uh, in, in terms of as being a thrill ride, mm-hmm. it's thrilling. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the things that we have to do when we go. Yeah. But is it the most thrilling for you in the parks? I don't know if it's the most thrilling. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll have that answer after we're done with everything. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, though, because isn't the new one in Pandora supposed to be pretty thrilling? The Flight of Passage? Yeah. Yeah, it is supposed to be. So we haven't done that one yet. No, we haven't. It's on the list, though. Yeah, because I remember, like, I don't know who it was or where I was hanging. I was like, yeah, it's the best ever. Like, <laughs> they was like, this is my favorite. Like, I think I overheard someone was like, it's the best ride in the entire, like, Disney, like, brand. <laughs> or something. Or I, I heard that it was the best ride anywhere. But you know what? Mixed reviews are still mixed kind of on that. Yeah. You know, and, and unfortunately we can't form a very solid opinion because we haven't ridden it yet. Yeah, I wonder if that'll be my favorite though. It might be. I hear it's pretty amazing. The unknown factor is like bothering me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't let it bother you. We just got to do it. Yeah. And then it won't bother you anymore. Well... Okay. <laughs> I thought there was a thought after that. No. <laughs> so parts of parts of Expedition Everest that make it thrilling are, one, you go backwards. Like, the whole storyline, you encounter, like, a broken track that was demolished by the Yeti, and then you have no choice but to start rolling your train backwards. And then you go into the dark, and then out of the darkness, you plunge down this, like, 80-foot drop with super G-forces and curving to the left. I mean, it is pretty thrilling. Like, in general, just getting your adrenaline rushing, mm-hmm. it's definitely thrilling. And if the Yeti worked at the end, instead of just being, like, a strobe, like, on a giant, like, <laughs> cuddly Yeti, then then it might even have that scary aspect that people consider for thrills. Yeah. So, I like Everest. I'll always ride it. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's like a must-do. Yeah. It's like a, It's like a must-do when you're at a... Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I totally Where is agree. That place? And in fact, <laughs> like before, I mean, now things are a little bit different now that Pandora is open. But before Pandora, Everest was either Everest or the Safari was the go-to. Like, dr- run over there, mm-hmm. walk briskly, because we don't run in Disney World. You walk briskly there so that you can be the first in line. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. So the next roller coaster type thrill ride in Animal Kingdom is one that maybe we've ridden once together. It's called Primeval Whirl. And that's like the the mousetrap style roller coaster in Dino Land USA. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. I don't know if that's thrilling though. Well, because it's interesting because I don't think that it's as thrilling as Everest, let's say. But interestingly enough, the height restriction is more than for Everest. And I think that has something to do with the restraint that they yeah, put on it. Yeah, it's just not a safe, like... Yeah, oh gosh, don't say that. Safe for younger, or shorter yeah, guests. Not, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a safe. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, it's... The restraints are, you know, probably not well suited for the shorter mm-hmm. individuals. Yeah. In terms of thrill level, I think, like, bang for your buck. I think the wait in line for Primeval World, you're not going to get as valuable thrills out of because it's just, the drops aren't as big, the speed's not as high, um, it's fun, mm-hmm. you know? And it might even be like one of those fun thrill rides for younger guests who might not have, you know, might not be up to doing Expedition Everest as of yet. Yeah. So that's something to consider as well. Is there, a, is, would you say that there's a park that's more thrilling than others? Mm. Like in, in Walt Disney World? 
Well, you know what? Even though I made this list, I don't think that I could. Mm. I think that I could say that there's a lot of different types of thrills in every single park. Okay. And that's kind of the cool thing because like you'll have, I think, I think that by the numbers, they're going to be about equal, but maybe Magic Kingdom has just like a hair more thrill. Well, no, that doesn't make any sense because I don't know. Mm. I'll have to okay. get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> I just talked myself into a wall. <laughs> so, okay. So let's move on. Let's let's leave Animal Kingdom and we'll go to Hollywood Studios where you can find Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes. So And the Tower of Terror. Yes. But okay. we're we're going in a certain order because we're only talking about roller coasters right now. Oh, okay. So don't jump ahead. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> or you can, it doesn't matter. So Rock and Roller Coaster is I feel like it's it's so different from the other roller coasters that are on Disney property. And a lot of that is because a lot of the coasters tend to be a little bit more rickety, I would say. You know, a lot of them are train themed. And Rock and Roller Coaster is is it's got that high speed launch at the beginning where you go from like zero to sixty in like under three seconds. And then is that, it's, is that you measured that? Like you have that on paper? Well, I have it on Wiki. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they, it's the only attraction in Walt Disney World property that has inversions that goes upside down. Interesting. So it goes upside down, has corkscrews. Yeah. It's, it's not the fastest, again, ride, which we're going to get to what the fastest thrill ride is in mm-hmm. the parks. Um, but I love Rock and Roller Coaster, and I always mm-hmm. have. And I love that it has Aerosmith still with it. Hopefully yeah. that doesn't change. That one was fun. I remember doing that one. I think that one was pretty thrilling. Like if I if I remember correctly, because I think I only did it once mm-hmm. that I remember. But I remember that one being cool. It's and not, I think it was that initial launch in the beginning. I was like, ooh, this is this is be good. Yeah, and that's like kind of the anticipation part of it. It's mm-hmm. like because after that, you know, you you're just on the ride and yeah. it's fast and it's fun. But like the best part of the ride. The most thrilling part of the ride, I 100% believe, is that launch yeah. at the beginning. And a lot of other roller coasters do have it, but it's something about maybe also being in the dark because it is like an indoor coaster as well mm-hmm. that also kind of adds that extra level of excitement. Yeah. So. I remember what my favorite thrill ride was now. What is it? That I remember, Test Track. Oh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. So. Next roller coaster. They're actually going to be in Magic Kingdom. Okay. Okay. So Magic Kingdom, they have the the Space Mountain, mm-hmm. Big Thunder Mountain, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. So those are all going to be like roller coaster type rides mm-hmm. that are going to be in Magic Kingdom. I didn't put Barnstormer on here, which is the, you know the mini coaster for kids because I don't know. I just didn't think that Richie would find it that thrilling, but maybe you do not find it that thrilling (laughs) so let's start with space mountain and earlier you told me that you really really liked space mountain but not at magic kingdom no but at tokyo disneyland yeah it felt cooler what what was the difference you think i don't know it felt longer it felt longer yeah oh i wonder if it was the same though <laughs> I don't it felt long. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure if if one's longer than the other, but yeah. it, it just it felt more thrilling. Yeah, I would say like it felt more of like a legitimate roller coaster where like I felt like I might die at some point. Oh gosh, which is good. 
Which is good. For thrilling. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a thrilling aspect mm-hmm. of it. That's how I felt on like some of the roller coasters that we went on in Japan. Yeah. I think that the darkness in this ride, the fact that it's so, so dark, adds to that thrill level because you mm-hmm. literally, unless you've ridden it a zillion times, which a lot of people have, especially Disney people, and you can kind of anticipate the turns and the drops, like the drops seem bigger, the turns seem sharper because you just don't know what's coming. Yeah. And the drop, speaking of drops again, like the, they are not like big drops at all. I think maybe the biggest drop is like a similar, it's like what, like, I I can't even calculate how many feet it is, but it's not like a big one at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still feels, exactly. And you kind of still feel that, that stomach up in your, your chest type of feeling. Yeah. What do they call that? Is that called something? No idea. Okay. Well, anywho. So. Like when your stomach drops? Well, but it goes up. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Next thrill ride, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Have you ridden it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. something about Seven Dwarves Mine Train, like I've only probably ridden it a handful of times. Part of it is because of the line, like the wait time is always so significant that I try to justify the thrill level for the wait time. Cause it's not uncommon for it to be two hours long, mm-hmm. you, you know, at the, at the, uh, on the wait time sign. But uh, I just feel like the thrills are not, it's like, it feels like a smaller coaster than it actually is. Although it has a lot of fun parts because like the, the cars kind of swing back and forth. Um, there's in the initial part of the ride, when you're leaving the loading deck, there's like an initial drop there that I find super thrilling, even though it's kind of a smallish drop. Like you just don't expect it the first time you, you ride it or even the second time you ride it. Yeah. And it's pretty cool because again, something with Disney, no, it's not the fastest, the tallest, whatever ride roller coaster, but the theming of this particular ride does set it kind of apart from the, the, the regular roller coaster that might be at a different park, but doesn't have all the immersive, like they don't have the animatronics of the dwarves, the colors, the music. So I think that kind of adds to the thrill level as well. Yeah, I gotta try that when we go back. I know. Oh, it's, Make that it's, a priority. It's my fault that you haven't it's tried all this 100% stuff. 100% your fault. Well, I know. <laughs> I need to just plan better. I need yeah. to become a better user of the My Disney Experience app, and I need to just plan ahead. Yeah. Maybe on our upcoming trip to Flower and Garden Festival, we can make a cameo at Magic Kingdom, and we can do it. Okay. And maybe we can do Space Mountain, too. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get fast passes for both. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's, let's leave Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Let's go to Frontierland, okay. where we can find Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yes, that was fun. I know you like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. What is it about it? It's a roller coaster. Okay. So that has thrills, you would say? Yeah, it's loud, though. That's the only thing I don't like about it. It is loud. It's too loud. I feel like like you just, like, walked up to it and then backed up. They could have, like, gone, like, you know, a couple decimals, like, lower on that scale of loudness, which I know, because I know it's part of the theming of, like, probably, like, you know, going up the old school railroad, like, back in the day. Yeah, that's a good point. But... It's too loud. 
It's too loud. Like it's it's deafening. The lifts on this particular ride are super loud. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. And like even so, like as a as a grown adult, I've been caught like putting my fingers in my ears to try to like deafen it a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I don't know. It's too loud. Turn it down. Yeah. But um, the secret, and I 100% believe that the secret to getting the most thrills out of Big Thunder Mountain is sitting in the very back row. Hmm. Or at least the back car. And the reason for that is there are portions of the ride where if you're in the front car right behind the steamer um, unit, I'm not a railroad expert or whatever it's Mm -hmm. called, the steam, the front, Mm -hmm. if you're in the front, and you're going down, and if you go up the the lift and then you go down, you start to go down the drop, you're held back because of the back of the train. So you're just kind of like coasting slowly down until like you can finally pick up speed and then turn a corner or whatever it may be. That's interesting. But if you're in the back, you are you're pulled front. Yeah, like even over that hill, you're pulled forward. That is a solid tip. Yeah. I think. 100%. Yeah, that is a solid tip. You need to single that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it'll be in a future article yeah. that I'm going to do about thrill rides. Cool. <laughs> so that's just, I feel like that's the best way to get the most out of Big Thunder Mountain. Mm-hmm. In general, though, again, theming. I mean, not the, the fastest roller coaster by any stretch of the imagination, not the t- l- tallest drops at all, but feeling like you're really in this this mountain where it's an abandoned town where the gold rush has just passed it and there might be creepy things happening in the mountain like you totally feel that when you're on this ride yeah i love it i love it so much all right now next roller coaster in magic kingdom has not been built yet the what the next roller coaster in magic kingdom has not been built yet isn't that always well in theory, yes. Okay. But it's been announced. Oh, okay. So it's a little <laughs> bit different. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the It's going to be called the Tron Light Cycle Power Run. Okay. And it's, I think that this is going to take the cake in terms of thrill rides at at least Magic Kingdom, probably in all of Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. because just from the concept art, and if it's anything like what they have in its Shanghai Disneyland... It's going to be amazing. So they have this ride already? They have this ride in Shanghai Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Have you seen videos? I've seen videos. It is thrilling. Like, talk yeah. about... I mean, it's like you're on a bike. Motorcycle? Yeah, or a motorcycle, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, and you're, like, racing through through the, the grid of Tron. Nice. And it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. And it's going to be built... When is it coming? Uh... uh I don't have that date. Okay. It's going to be in the future, though. Yes. Yes. Next. The next one. <laughs> it's going to be the next one. So, yeah. So that's it for roller coasters. Let's move on to simulators. So first things first, Flight of Passage. We already kind of addressed it. We haven't, Richie and I haven't personally been on it, but a lot of people say that it's pretty fantastic and amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's on our to-do list for this year, and I think I even said at the beginning of the year that we have to do Pandora we have to do it up right. Yes. Is what we have to do. Yes, you're right. So that's on our to-do list as well. Okay. In addition to Seven Doors Mine Train. And Stop waving your finger around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's me proclaiming. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it a little bit more real. <laughs> All right. So another simulator is going to be Star Tours, okay. which is the Star Wars ride in 
um, Hollywood Studios. I don't think I've done this one either. So it's it's you have different scenes that you can go to, and it's have you ever been on a simulator ride where you see the video and you're, you're like in a car? In yeah, yeah. Yeah, but your brain is like tricked into mm -hmm. believing that you're there. Yeah. So that's kind of what Star Tours is. Oh, okay. So it does give you that sensation of feeling like you're racing through, yeah. you know, a canyon of some, like a spacey canyon of some kind. I, mm. I don't know exactly what they're called. If they're called something Star Wars fans, I'm really sorry. Back to the Future ride that's very similar to that, I think. They shut that down. Yeah. Was that Disney? It was at Universal. Universal. Oh, okay. Man, yeah, Universal used to, thing. I think it was cool. used to be better. They used to have the classics, yeah. but now they don't. But anywho... So it's, it is similar to that, where you kind of like have that brain, that, that mind-altering yeah. situation. So It's like, you know what's funny about that? That's like first world AR. Because yeah. at some point, that same ride you're going to experience, but it's just going to be like, in, you're going to put on goggles. So is it first world or third world? Like... I don't understand. That's what I meant. Third okay. world. <laughs> it's like third world. Like, because when you said first world, I'm like, so it's the best. I you know, I was thinking about like first century. You know, like first edition. I totally did not see that coming. That was just my how my mind works. <laughs> okay, it's weird. It is. I mean, your connections are none like mine. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It's fine. I don't want to get into that. Mind. <laughs> All right. So here's a simulator ride that I want to get your opinion on. And it's Soren. Okay. So it's. I think Soren is super thrilling. Oh, this is the one that I, I can't deal with. The hang glider ride? Where oh, no, I'm thinking about something else. I'm yes. thinking about the one that goes like. The, into space? Yeah, in space? Yeah, that's next. Oh, okay. But let's talk about Soren. I don't remember Soren. It's where. It's the hang glider one? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. I, it really, is. I don't remember it much, though. I don't, I don't remember being that exciting because I would have remembered it well. It was cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not technically considered like so. Star Tours and Soren are not on the official list of Disney thrill rides on their website, mm -hmm. but I put them on there because I, I feel like you know they could be thrilling. Yeah. I mean, Soren more than anything, I feel like is thrilling for the soul because you get to go through all these different parts of the world and it's interactive because you get the smells of of the ocean and it's like oh. I love it. And I love that it's so immersive, and maybe that's part of the thrilling part. Mm -hmm. So this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think Soren is a great thrill ride for the mind and senses. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we're going to stay in Epcot. Probably the most polarizing ride on this list mm -hmm. is Mission Space. Yeah. People, I can never find anyone to ride this ride with me, except for my sister, because yeah. it's one of those rides. It's a simulator, of course, but that makes you feel like you're going, like you're launching into space. But it's the G-forces that are associated with it, the intensity of the ride. I think that this is probably one of the most thrilling rides in terms of like overall sensory, like, mm -hmm. it, uh, like, what is the word? Sensory attack. Okay. We'll say. Well, it's my least favorite ride ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. You see, like what am I saying? All, like, so I was not wrong saying rides. that it was yeah, like polarizing. Yeah. It's not even like at Disney. It's like ever. Like it's one of the rides like I generally just don't want to do. Because mm -hmm. I don't feel. And it's funny because I remember like when you go there, there's like two tracks. I think Dom likes to ride it. Oh, maybe we'll um, go with Dom then. There's like, there's like two tracks and there's like one that's like, oh, yeah, that's for easy people like that, like, you know, don't really like it too much. And there's like the extreme one. So at first I was like, Psh, do the extreme one. Right. <laughs> and I was like, 
And then I was like, wow, that was terrible. Like, I'm definitely doing the other one next time. <laughs> Turns out they're borderline the exact same thing. Like, I don't know what the difference was. <laughs> like, and it was I know, still mild, as terrible. The mild or wild is yeah. how they call it. Mild or wild. I, I, was, I was equally like, this is the worst ride ever. And then decided I would never ride it again. Wow. So. That's insane. Because you know what it is? And, I, and the reason, it's a cool ride, but it's so, like, I have, I feel like I get, like, like slight worry about space travel number one mm -hmm. and like you know because that's like a thing like you can decide if you want to do space travel or not and like i don't think i'd want to do it and that's that that's sending you off into space or whatever but you feel so much like you're going in the moon <laughs> and i'm just like and that you can't get out and that's my whole thing like my whole thing is like okay what if i don't want to do this anymore it's going to be a very long time before i can go back Right? Which is true if you do that. Exactly. Like the actual thing. Which yeah. is why I don't like, and I just get, I start getting that feeling, I guess, and I can't get out because it's so, and it's so tight in there. Mm -hmm. Like, because I thought the other one would have been like more open. Yeah. You know, and whatever. Like, oh, this is cool. It's open. I'm just looking at the screen. No, it's <laughs> just as tight. Same yeah. ride. Super close. People that have claustrophobia cannot. Yeah, you I absolutely mean, cannot. Because I, no. I have it like a little bit, I think. But it was like exponentiated on that thing. Because it's not just being in a small space, it's being in a small space and in space. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the worst. With all the G forces to go yeah. along with it's it. It's the worst type of small space ever in space. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's such an indicator. And I'm going to venture, I, I don't have this for sure, for sure on record, but I'm going to venture to say that this is the only ride at Walt Disney World that has vomit bags right in front of you just in case you get sick. Yeah. So, I mean, it's super telling that if that's available, then you're in for a real type of thrill. Yeah. <laughs> like, more so than, I would say, I mean, at least any traditional roller coaster, because it's so different. Like, the first time I went on Mission Space, it was, like, so unbelievable, mm -hmm. because it was so believable, that yeah. you felt like you were going to Mars on yeah. this ride. And, yeah. My my brother, Matthew, he he doesn't like spinning rides, mm. so he like will never ride this ride. And he's a Disney fanatic; he won't do it. So many Disney people will not do this ride. I always thought he was a smart man. <laughs> this just proves it, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, yeah. So nobody will ride with me, but that's okay. Mm. You'll be fine. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so that's gonna wrap up the simulators, and now we're going to go on to others. So these are the kind of thrill rides that don't kind of fall into those two categories that I, 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 I don't know, came up with. <laughs> so the first one is going to be Dinosaur in Animal Kingdom. So Dinosaur, where you have to go rescue the Iguanodon, or well, I don't even know if it's called, considered rescue, but you have to go get the Iguanodon from the, the 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 Cretaceous period or whatever it is before the meteor strikes and kills all the dinosaurs. Yeah. You remember this ride? Yeah, it's quite it's a little thrilling. There's like fire. Um, there's the one that has fire. There's not fire. Um, it's or something sprays at you like a T-Rex maybe. There's a T-Rex. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't spray. Hey, that's exactly what a T-Rex looks like. <laughs> this is what a T-Rex looks like. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. Based on your definition of thrill rides when you first, you know, got, like, gave me your definition, like, this has speed-ish, dark scariness, like, I think that Dinosaur really is a great thrill ride for you based on what you told me earlier. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not the type of speed that I would say is, like, what I was talking about, but there's quick jerky movements with, like, 
like a outside external fear. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's, not only am I scared, yeah, but it's it's fun. I don't I don't know if I'd say thrilling, but it's definitely a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I would say I like it. Yeah. For like person that like is not you know that like loves thrill rides, I think I would con- I would consider that one to be thrilling. Be like okay, fine, it's thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> well. Do you remember when we were in Tokyo Disney Sea um, a few years ago, riding Indiana Jones? We have the picture on our wall in yeah, the living Indiana room. Yeah, Indiana Jones was awesome. It's the same ride system as Dinosaur. Yeah, that one was cool. That one I think had fire. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah that one was cool. Yeah, I mean they're both cool. They're mm-hmm. both like thrilling. Yeah, I think so. Was that the one that we're like, oh, that was our favorite ride ever? Was that that one? I don't think so though. It was mm-hmm. another one. I think it was another one. Yeah. I think it was Journey to the Center of the Earth. But anyways, yeah, side note, okay. which is also also thrilling. I think that dinosaur, like, I'm not one for being frightened. Like, I don't find being frightened thrilling. I just. I just get frightened and scared. So this, <laughs> this is not fun. This is not fun. <laughs> if it, like at the Indiana Jones one, like whatever, it's not like frightening dinosaurs. It's other surprises, but I still found it kind of like frightening because of the popping out and all that. Um, but for the longest time, until I got familiar enough with the ride, I had to plug my ears because I didn't want to be scared. <laughs> like I would like and kind of close my eyes when the when the um, Carnotaurus came out at the very end, and he's like, Meh. yeah. Like, because I could, I just, I don't know, that type of frightening thing is not thrilling to me. Yeah. It's just like, no, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But give me, yeah, give me a roller coaster, give me Mission Space, I'll do it. But yeah. I just don't know. I do love Dinosaur, though. Yeah. I'll ride it every time, despite what I just said. Okay, so next thing that's in Other, Kali River Rapids, which... I've ridden once. Richie's never ridden because I've been, every time he's gone to Disney World, like I've been with him. So I know he hasn't ridden it. Facts. <laughs> so Kali <laughs> so River Rapids is, a, is like a rapid ride. So have you been on those though in like other parks? Like where you're on a raft and it's like a circle and you're just like going through River Rapids, bobbing up and down and. Like where you get wet and stuff? Where you get wet, exactly. I mean, I might have did that like in middle school maybe. Okay. Well, it's it's like you're going through um, like a Asian rainforest, like yeah. that's the premise of it, and it has kind of like sudden drops and it's like bumpy and this and that. I won't go on it because I'm not a fan of getting wet at the parks. Yeah, I'm 100% not like trying to do that as an adult. Yeah, get wet well, unless I'm at the pool. Even like, when I was literally, younger, unless I'm taking a shower, going to the pool, going to the beach, I'm not trying to get wet. Yeah. At all costs. At all costs. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many umbrellas and raincoats. <laughs> That's so true. You really do. You you have a fascination with buying an efficient umbrella, which is interesting. Yeah. I'm not trying to get wet. <laughs> but it, so for those of you who like Collie River Rapids, I could definitely see how it's thrilling. However, if it was a dry ride, oh, I'd probably be all over it. Yeah. Like, great. They should give you like wetsuits because I think they give you like ponchos. Or People something. wear ponchos on it, yeah, so they not don't. Not enough. Not enough. Well, they don't give you a poncho. You oh. have to like bring your own. And you see that too because there's like an over like a bridge where you can see people on the ride and like they pass up by you. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who wear ponchos on the ride because I mean it makes sense if you want to experience that thrill but you don't want to have all the the wet mess like and you, wet shoes afterwards. You know what type of poncho I would need? Oh, what? You know, so like, you know, the green men that's like to the face, the army men at no, Toy no, no, Story. No, no, yeah. But you know, oh. they wear a costume under that's a, it's like one full body suit color. Oh yes. I oh. need that as a rain suit. Oh my gosh. Then I'll go. <laughs> 
So you can't see anything. I can't even see anything. Or just you can see. like you have your glasses over the suit. Yeah. That'd be super funny. That'd be me. <laughs> I wear glasses for those that are listening and not seeing me. Well, here's a fun fact about Cali River Rapids. They'd have like a dry compartment, like a covered compartment where you can put valuables if you wanted to yeah, keep stupid. <laughs> not effective. Yeah. Probably. Not as effective. Okay. All right. Enough about that. Let's go to Hollywood Studios where we're going to be talking about Tower of Terror. Ugh. 100% a perfect represent, representation of theming and thrill and fear and like all of that, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, this is one of the best thrill rides I think like ever created. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions on Tower of Terror? It's fun. Yeah. Okay. Good. Very concise. <laughs> one of the best parts about Tower of Terror, like, it, and I say one of the best, but it's just like the overall experience is you have the music that puts you into the era that it was supposed to be taken. You have the overlay of the Twilight Zone, which I've I've never seen a whole episode of the Twilight Zone because the one that I happened to tune into, it was like on late one night on, on you know, some channel on TV. It was, it was like scary. Mm-hmm. It was scary stuff. So it has kind of like that fright level, and then it actually has the thrill with the drop, and it's not even just one drop. It's like you drop, you go up, you drop down, drop up, drop down. You know, it's like, it's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The funnest fact about this ride is that the drop is faster than the speed of gravity because the elevator that they have you in is not just free falling. It's pulling you down. Interesting. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, you should, that should be a post. It was on my flash briefing. Oh, okay, that needs to be a, an Instagram post. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a really cool fact. <laughs> so, yeah, it does go faster than the speed of gravity. So, mm-hmm. like, if you have um, a plush Mickey, let's say, in your hands, or a Simsum, if you put it in your hands, it's going to float because you're going faster than the, what the Simsum would be going. Yeah. Physics. But, oh, my gosh, no, that's why all... you should love this ride is because of physics. Yeah, but regular... Um, free falling things do that also I think oh really yeah I'm not a physics physics master because you, you, know, you know what it is like well yeah. what is it well no because like I used to do this when I would go to the fair I'd put like a penny and on the drop ones and like the way it works like when you drop the penny would just kind of be going down with you oh it like floats with you that's pretty cool. So I think it, in this situation, like, you would actually go faster than it, if anything. Than it. Yeah, but it'd have to be, like, so fast you actually notice, like, a real difference. Yeah. Because, you know, like, it, instead of floating, it might be, like, up here, but still, like, it might be the same thing. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's, that's physics. <laughs> <laughs> physics bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So I, I love Tower of Terror. I think that just the overall color scheme of it is so, it's like creepy um, in a very inviting way. The queue even, it has like this empty fountain that has like all these dried up vines that shows you that something terrible happened here and it's been abandoned and it's, mm-hmm. it's insane. And the lobby of the queue area has cobwebs everywhere with things that are like preserved in time. Like that theming, and then just to add the fact that it has this crazy drop, plural, drops mm-hmm. at the end. I mean, it adds so much to the overall thrill and experience yeah. of it. So, cool. anyways, okay. let's go to Magic Kingdom where we're going to find Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. So, water ride, but have you ridden it? Splash Mountain. I don't think so. No? Okay. Well, the overall thing of Splash Mountain, like it's a boat ride. 
but you know that there's going to be that big drop, which I know you've seen from like just walking around the park, mm-hmm. right? So the, the the crazy thing about Splash Mountain is the anticipation for that big drop because Disney isn't hiding the fact that there is that humongous drop that's going to happen. And throughout the ride, you kind of like ebb and flow and you think that it's going to come, but then it doesn't. And then you think it's going to come and then it doesn't. And then the buildup to actually go down that one drop is super thrilling because you've been kind of anticipating it that whole time that you were on the ride. Mm-hmm. So I think that that obviously the drop is going to be thrilling, but I think that just adding to that thrill level of that last drop is the fact that you kind of don't know where it's coming if you if it's your first time riding the ride. Yeah. And the storyline is pretty cool. Like it's um, animals and they're trying and Brer Bear and Brer Fox are trying to catch Brer Rabbit. I'm gonna get you, Brer Rabbit. So it's again adding that extra layer of, of story to, mm. to kind of make it the Disney signature touch because it's not just about the drop, it's about the whole theming of yeah. it. Um, oh, crazy fact. So Splash Mountain, it's in Disneyland in California, Tokyo Disneyland in Magic Kingdom, but Magic Kingdom version is longer than the other versions. Nice. When? 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 Oh, when, yes. <laughs> when? <laughs> when? When what? <laughs> That's funny. When? I don't know when it opened. I don't know. Yeah, so if you want to get more thrill for your queue time mm-hmm. buck, then Magic Kingdom is the way to go. Nice. And it's not like, it's by like a minute or two, but yeah. <laughs> but still, <laughs> it matters. All right. So the last thrill ride we're going to talk about today is Test Track. Nice. Okay. And I'm glad I saved this one for last now that I know. And I, favorite. I I know, I gosh, I just learned, I'm going to marry this man and I just learned something new about him right now. Mm-hmm. So that since Test Track is your favorite thing, what is it about it? I think the speed mm-hmm. and like that it's in a car. Cause mm-hmm. like I love like fast cars and stuff and motorcycles. So, which is why I'm kind of excited about the Tron thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, uh, yeah, it's just the fact that it's, like, you can customize your car. I think that experience is cool, too. So, like, you know, especially, like... It's super immersive. Yeah, especially, you know, uh, growing up with, like, playing with cars and Hot Wheels and Legos and building stuff. Like, there you can build your own car mm-hmm. and race it, you know, against someone else. And you win and you lose based on, like, what you decided to go with. So, I don't know. I think that's cool. That, that experience is cool. And then it's, like, super fast. Yeah. And, like, you actually feel like you're in a car. Yeah, and, and this is the crazy thing too. Like, and I didn't really think of it until you kind of brought up the the designing of your own car. It's like mm-hmm. it, part of the whole like thing of Epcot, at least especially when it when it first opened, was going to be kind of that edutainment. So having that educational piece. Mm-hmm. Well, this is like a total thrill ride, and it still has kind of that learning experience to go along with it, like that layer. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely super cool. This is in fact the fastest ride at Walt Disney World. Makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it's just at the very end where you have that 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 speed that speed test at the very yeah. end. It's just rough because it's always a long wait. I don't always want to do it multiple times. Hmm. Single rider it's a struggle. Even so single rider line is still kind of long, but it's always more fun to experience it with, I think, a loved one as well. Yeah. But. One of the last things, since you also brought up being excited about Tron Track, uh, when when this new because ver- this wasn't the version that we see today isn't the same version of when Test Track opened. So when Test Track first opened, it was more like crash test dummies. Like the ride itself was like this, the track was the same, mm-hmm. 
but the overlay was was different. So now with the overlay, a lot of what people were calling test track or when it was renewed or, or renovated mm -hmm. was Tron track because it reminded people so much of what Tron is like. Mm -hmm. And inside the magic, they made like a Tron track like um, soundtrack that you could like put into your earphones and and listen on the ride. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that also adds a, another layer of of thrill. In case you guys haven't done it, go ahead and download Tron Track by Inside the Magic. Yeah. And then the time you you press play after you right after you leave the seatbelt check. And then it adds something that you would not believe to this ride. So it's definitely one of my favorites as well yeah. for that. Cool. That's all I got, Richie. Thanks nice. for being here with me. No problem. Well, if you're listening, as always, please subscribe and like everything that, you know, we <laughs> <Everything>. do. <laughs> all of it. We like it all. Uh, we're on iTunes. You can hear it on SoundCloud also, Overcast. Um, check out the Alexa briefings that are now also going to be on iTunes available. And I think they're on Pocket Cast also. Um, if anyone listens using Pocket Cast, you can find the Walt Daily on there for the daily updates. And um, Medium.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Send us a DM on Instagram. It's going down in the DM. Yeah. It's like a thing. Oh, is that what they say? It's going down in the DM. It was like a song, and now it's like, it just goes down in the DM. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. Well, as always, thank you everyone so much for listening. We really appreciate you taking your time to listen, and have a magical day. Goodbye.